Shas Illuminated presents the following shear by Rabbi Avraham Shor. Meseches Megillah has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Yassi Taub, Lezchus Rufur Shalema, Moshe Nachman ben Malka Miriam. Megillah Daf Yud Beis. The Gemara says, Chel Poras Umadai Hapartimim, Uchsiv, Malchei Modai Uporas. What exactly is bothering the Gemara? So Rashi says, Ksiv Poras Umadai Hapartimim, Soma Hapartimim Eitzel Modai. So Rashi understands that the Gemara's question is that in one Pasuk from the Smichus of the word Hapartimim, next to the word Modai, it sounds like the Partimim came from Modai. Whereas in the other Pasuk, where it says the word Malchei next to Modai, it sounds like the Malachim came from Modai. And to this the Gemara answers, Amarava Snuye Asnubahadadi. The Bnei Paras made a Tanai with the people from Modai. Which means that whichever nation will produce the kings, the other one will produce the officials. However, the Marsha and the Turi Evan don't like this way of understanding the question of the Gemara, because as the Turi Evan asks, how does Rava know that it wasn't both the Partimim and the Malachim that came from Madai? Since the way Rashi understands the question, we're being medayik, the smichus of the word partimim to madai, and the smichus of the word malchei to madai, so maybe both the malachim and the partimim came from madai. So because of this, the marsha and the Turiyevin both understand that the Gemara's question is slightly different. The Gemara's question is that in one posik, it's maktim paras to madai. Paras is first in the posik, and in the other posik, madai is before paras. So from this we understand that sometimes the people of Paras were more Chashuv and sometimes it was Madai. And that's why, says Rava, they made a Tanai Beinehem and sometimes it came from Paras, sometimes it came from Madai. The Gemara tells us, Achashverosh wore the Big Day Kahuna at his Mishta. Now, one of the things addressed by the Mepharshim here is why is it that we never find that Achashverosh was Nanash, who was punished for wearing the Big Day Kahuna? After all, we learned in the Gemara, Dafir Alpha Beis, that there was an Oynish that happened because he used the Kalim of the Beis HaMikdash. That's the whole reason why, because he was Mishtamish with the Kalim of the Beis HaMikdash. So why is it that we don't find any Oynish coming to him for being Loivesh to Big Day Kahuna? So the truth is that one of the approaches taken to explain, to answer this question, is found in the Sefer Amakna in Kedushin. Because there is a machloikis rishonim in the Gemara Kedushin Dafnun Dalar Amar Aleph as to whether the Big Day Kahuna had a din of a klishares or not. And what we mean when we discuss the question as to whether the Big Day Kahuna had a din of klishares or not, what we mean to ask is, were the Big Day Kahuna Kadosh Kedushas Haguf like a klishares or only Kadesh Kedushas Domim, like other things that belong to the Berek Habayis. Anafkamina is when a person is Moyel, Bishoigek, in something like the Big Day Kahuna, does it go out Lechulin? If it's Domit to things that have Kedushas Domim, then it goes out Lechulin, like things that belong to the Berek Habayis. 
if there's a Kedushas HaGuf, like a Klishares, then the Me'ila does not cause it to go out L'chulin. The Shita of Toisvis in Kedushan Dafnun Dalin is that the B'tekohun had a din of a Klishares. And that's why Toisvis explains over there that if a person is Mekadesh and Isha with the B'tekohuna, she's not Mekudeshes unless the B'gadam were Adayin Loi Nishanchu La'avoida. If they weren't yet used for Avoida, they weren't broken in, so to speak, then they still don't have Kedushas HaGuf like a Klisharis. But Kolzman, they were already Nishanchu, then she's not Mekudeshes because by being Mekadesher with it, it doesn't go out Lechulin. However, the Ramban and the Ritva over there hold that the Bigdeguna are not Nidain like a Klisharis. And the reason is because we're not Mishtamish Begufon Shel HaBigdeguna. It's, it's called Machshire Avoida. It's Machshir because the Kayan who wears it is capable of doing the Avoida. But you don't do the Avoida with the Bigdeguna and therefore they don't have a din of a Klisharis. So they hold that the Bigdeguna would go out Lechulin if you were Mishtamish with them Bishoigik. Says the Sefer HaMakna that according to the Ramban and the Ritva, we can very easily understand why it is that Achashverosh was not Nenash. Because as soon as the Chayalim of Nebuchadnezzar came to the Heichol, like it's Mavur in the Gemara and Avarizar, everything went out Luchulin. So if you learn, like Toysfis, then it has Dinah V'Klishars and it wouldn't go out Luchulin. But according to the Ramban and the Ritva, we understand. Because since the Begod already went out Lechulin, there's no Iser for Achashverosh to be Mishtamash with them. Interestingly enough, the Maral in the Ur Chodosh, according to one Pshat that he mentions over there, explains why we never find that Achashverosh was Nenash. He says because he wasn't really Loivesh, the Big Day Kayin Gadol. Rather, the Pu'ulas that he did brought about a certain Yikar and Teferes that the Kayin Gadol had when he wore the Begodim. Because he explains al darkai that there was a certain Tiferes Eliki that Achashverosh had during the Suda, and that Tiferes Eliki was similar to the Tiferes that the Kohen Gadol had when the Kohen Gadol wore the Big Day Kahuna. Now, what exactly was this Indian? Whether Achashverosh actually wore the Big Day Kahuna or he had a certain Bechina that was doimit to the Kohen Gadol, what exactly? was the madrega that was being achieved by Achashverosh that bring Chazal to be medama what he was doing at the Mishnah to the Kohen Gadol. So in order to understand this, we have to give a little bit of background as to what the madrega of the Big Day Kohen Gadol is. We know, as Argomor Darshins, the Torah describes the Big Day Kohen Gadol as being begadim lechavayt ul sifaris. In general, the idea of clothing, the Gemara in Shabbos, Daf Ayin Zayin Mabez says that Levush comes from Lashon Loi Boish. There is no Busha. Because, as we know, without Begodim, a person is in a matzav of Busha. Why is there Busha when a person doesn't have Begodim? To say the truth, it wasn't always like that. We know the Pasik says in Bereshis, Perik Bez, Pasik Chafei, Vayiyu, Shneim Arumim, Ha'odam Vi'ishtoi, Veloi Yispoi Shashu. Without clothing, they didn't have a matzav of Busha. So what changed after the Chet? Why is it that being Arum now was, is Goyrim that a person should have Busha? The answer is that prior to Adam Arishin's Chet, the guf was totally kafuf, it was totally subjugated to the mareches hadas of the person's makeup. There was no disconnection between the person's seichel and his guf. 
since the guf had no other natural rotsin other than the rotsin to do Hashem's rotsin, so there was no period between the seichel and the guf. It's only after the chet of Admarishin which caused the guf to become a davar chamri with its own ritzainos that the guf became a source of busha for the adam because adam is embarrassed of anything that shows his shiflus, any part of our makeup that points in the direction of our being doymet to a behema is a source of busha for us. Because originally when man was created, it says in the Pasuk in Tilim, in Perik Ches, You made him slightly smaller than Hashem himself. You've given him kavoid and hodar. Man was created b'tselem alekim. And to put it in the Lashon of the Balamur, in his psicha, in the beginning of Brachis, in many places the nefesh is called kavoid. Lochein samach libi vayogel kavoidi. Urach voidi. Lemanyin zamercha kavoid. Because Hashem gave from his kisei kavid to man. And man is shayif. Man strives for that kavid because he wants to connect to his source. Any part of man which reminds him of his lowliness is the opposite of kavid. The more a person is given the hargasha that he's important, the more we say that he's being shown kavid. Kavid has the same root as the word kavid, something that has weight as opposed to the word kloin, which comes from the Russian kal. Disgrace is th- what a person feels when he feels unimportant. The parts of the person's mitzias that remind him that he's shayach to taivas hazman, or that he's mortal, are the parts of a person that brings him busha. As the Gemara tells us in Erevin, <laughs> We would learn tznias from a cat. Rashi explains, You see that the Midah of Tznias, which is connected to the Inyan of Busha, is characterized by the cat being Mechase, hiding the lowest part of its Metzias. The purpose of the Big Day Kahuna was to restore the original Tzuras Adam, because the Kohen Gadol is the closest thing to the Madrega of Adam Rishin Kodamachet. Just like in Makkim, the Beis Hamikdash, and more specifically, the Kodesh HaKadoshim, is a location which is Shaykh to the Olam HaTikun. And this could be seen from the fact that in the Beis Hamikdash, they used to utter the shame Ba'isiyosev. That's something that we're only going to do La'asid Lavoy. Because in our imperfect world, we do not experience Hashem as Hoyahoy Vaviyah. So we cannot pronounce the shame Havaya the way that it's written. We experience Him as Adoin HaKoyl the one who's in charge of everything, but we do not experience his good on a constant basis. The Beis HaMikdash, which was a place where there were constant nisim, was a place in which you could feel the Hanhaga of Hashem, as we will L'asid Lavei, and as one did in the world of Adam Rishin, Koydem HaChet. It's only after Adam Rishin's Chet that we experience this world as a place of Hester Ponim. And similarly, the Kayin Gadol, as far as the human dimension goes, is someone whose tzuras ha'adam is restored to the tzura of Adam Rishon Kodemachet, and that you could see from the piyut that we recite during the Avoidah on Yom Kippur, and that's why his begadim are begadim of the chavoid ulsifaris. Tiferes is a term that's used to denote a balance, a harmony. Usually, a person being physical and being a neshama that's stuck inside this physical body has a lack of balance. The Teferis of the Kohen Gadol is the fact that his Neshama, 
was capable of properly shining through his guf, and the guf did not serve as a chatzitza from that kedusha. Take a look at the maral in the Gvur Hashem Hakdoma Shlishis. And what's interesting is the maral in the Ar Chodesh, when discussing Achashverish and what it means when it says, He says, He says, Achashverish reached a certain level of Teferes that the Kain Gadol had. There's a certain godly glory that the Kain Gadol exudes. And he explains, Achashverus was shyach to that madrega of Kavid Begodim, Shabagodim Shehem Allah Adam Heim Hatsnius, Vikavid Sheha Adam Miskasabahem. Explains Maral that Achashverus was muchen to this mida biyoiser because the Gemara in Brachas says in the Avchesim Midbeis Amr of Shim Gamliel Shloisha Dvarim Ani Oyev Haparsiim. There are three reasons why I love the people from Persia. Tznuim baachilosay utznuim beveis hakisei utznuim bedaver acher. The Parsiim used to hide the parts of themselves that were lower. Since they were shy to the Midas it was possible for Achashverish to somewhat tap into the Madrega of Kavayt and Teferis of the Kayin Gadol. Of course, this is based on the Yisoyed that any time there is a certain spiritual energy which Klal Yisrael is not Zoyche to access, the nations of the world are capable of capitalizing on that energy. This is why it says that the Yoifi of Eretz Yisrael went to other places in the world, etc. So Achashverish rejoicing over the fact that the Besamikdash is not going to be rebuilt, which is what he understood according to his Cheshbin, goes very much hand in hand with the fact that he either wore the Big Day Kain Gadol or he achieved a certain Darga of Kavad il that was Doime to the Kain Gadol. Let's take this theme a step further. We know that there's a chiv ampurim chayiv inish lebesumi bepuria ad la yada bein arahaman lebarch mardechai. Now we already alluded on dafyurim abeis to the deeper hesber in this chiv. What is the meaning of a chiv to become shikar to the point where we don't understand the difference between arahaman and barch mardechai? The hesber is as follows: Hashem created Adam Arishin and was mitzavahim to eat mikol eitzagan and not from the eitzadas, according to. The Arizal, the Iker, his tzivoy was to eat from the Eitzachayim. Says Rabbi Isaac Chover in his Akdama to his, his Hagada Yad Mitzrayim, that the Eitzachayim is the Eitz HaToyra. Eitz HaDas is the Eitz of Chochmas Chitzonius. And he explains what that means, is that Chochmas Chitzonius, the Eitz HaDas Toivara, is the Eitz that symbolizes Teva. The Eitz HaToyra is the Eitz of Lamala Min HaTeva. We know that Torah is Arucha Me'eretz Mida. Mida is Begimachia Memtes. We know that the Torah was given on the 50th day because this world, Teva, is measured by seven. The world was created in six days in Shabbos. Above Teva is eight. Seven times seven is 49. When you get past Teva, that's the number 50. That's why Yoivel is 50 and Shavuos is 50. Because the Hanhaga of Lamalamidercha Teva is symbolized in the number 50. And Adam Arishin had a choice. 
to either connect himself to the higher Hanhaga, in which everything is run by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, given the chance to recognize that the entire world is not really run by Teva, and Teva is only a mask for the higher Hanhaga of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, or to connect himself to Teva. The result says actually that Adam Rishon was doing an Avera Lishma because he felt that there would be more Kavod Shemayim if he would put himself into the darkness of Teva. If he would give himself Bechira inside his makeup, inside his nefesh. But that wasn't what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted. You know, sometimes it appears to us that things should be done a certain way. Perhaps there'll be more Kavod Shemayim through his eating from the Eitz Hadas. And the answer to that really is that a person has to go with the Midas HaTmimus. The Midas HaTmimus is to be mevatel yourself to something that is higher than your own Seichel. This is why his Chet resulted in Misa. Because when you're connected to the Chai HaChayim, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who's higher than the world of Teva, then there is no Misa. But when you're Meshabbat yourself to the finite world of your Seichel, then you are already making yourself vulnerable to the forces of Misa, because this finite world is subject to decay. It's subject to Misa. That's why we find that Yaakov Avinu loy meis. Why was Yaakov Avinu loy meis? Because Yaakov ish tam. The hepech, the opposite of the oisius, meis is tam. So Adam Rishin, who lacked the Midas HaTmimus, ended up dying. Had he eaten from the Eitz HaChayim, he would have lived forever, like the Pasuk says. And that's because he would have been fully connected to Hashem and to the higher Hanhaga. Now the job of Kla Yisrael is to be Mesakin the Chet of Adam Arishin. When the Torah was given, we actually went back to the Matzav of Adam Arishin, Koydem Achet. That's why it says in the Pasuk, Ani Amarti Elihimatem Uvnei El Kulchem. It was Pasuk Zuhamason, the Zuhama that was created through the Chet, went away. And that's because they got the Torah. By getting the Torah, they were connected to the Eitz HaChayim on the 50th day after Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Because as we explained, the number 50 symbolizes above the Teva of this world. As we already mentioned on Daf Yud Aleph, the Gemara explains that during the time of Achashverosh, Kala Yisrael were Nis'atzlo B'divrei Torah. And by being Nis'atzlo B'divrei Torah, they were leaving the Hanhoga of the Eitz HaChayim. We now understand the Gemara in Chulin, in the Perik Shiluch HaKain, where the Gemara says, Haman minayin. What's the remez to Haman in the Torah Shabiksav? Hamin Eitz. The Pasuk where Hashem is talking to Adam Rishin and asked him, did you eat from the Eitz Hadas? Because the Koyach of Amalek is the same exact force, says the Maral, of the Nachash, whose job is to get man to connect himself to the Hanhaga of Teva, to the Eitz Hadas Toivara, as opposed to the Eitz HaChayim. And that's why Haman is Marumiz in the Pasik that refers to that Chet. This is why ultimately Haman gets hanged on an Eitz, that is Gavoya Chamishim Amo, because as we said, the Hanhaga of Torah is Nishara Chamishim, it's the day 50 after Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, it symbolizes above Teva, because even though Reish's Goyim Amalek, Amalek believes that they're the ones who could dominate Teva, but Acharisai Adei Oivet, Haman wants to hang Mordechai on the Eitz Gavoya Chamishim Amo, but in the end it's going to be him that gets hanged. And this is why in the time of Haman, there was Kimu Vikiblu, Kla Yisrael was Mekabal the Torah, Mechadosh. They realized that the only way for them to have a Kiyam is to connect themselves to the Anaga of Torah, to the Eitz HaChayim. 
And that's why it says, and the Gemara Dashin's Oira Zu And of course, Achashverish as well was interested in seeing that Klai Yisrael stay as far as they can from the Eitz Hachayim. And now we appreciate much more what we explained before that Achashverish wanted to show that it's not Klai Yisrael that is capable of being connected to the Darga of Adam Rishon Kodem Achet. Klai Yisrael no longer has the Big Day Kahuna. Klai Yisrael no longer has the Beis HaMikdash. They will never be Zoyche to the Darga of Adam Rishon Kodem Achet. And just like we explained about Amalek, that Amalek believes that they are the racists, even though we know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu calls us racists, Klai Yisrael is referred to as racist to us, which means that they are the real Tachlis of creation. So too, Achashverosh believed that he could take over that Darga, as the morale explains. So the real celebration of Purim is the fact that we realize that we are Shaykh to the Darga of Adam Rishon Kodem Achet, and that is actually the deeper meaning of Adela Yoda Bein Oror Haman Lebarach Mardechai. A Jew has the capacity on Purim to reach to the world that's above the Yediyas Toivara. Adela Yoda Bein Oror Haman Lebarach Mardechai means until he reaches the Darga in which he does not have any more the Yediyas Toivara that came about through the Eitz Das Toivara. And that's why there's even that mitzvah to remove the Das. We're trying to get away from the Eitz Das. We connect ourselves to the Eitz Chaim when we understand, like we explained already in Dafyu, that there is no Teva, that everything is really being run by Hashem. That is the Hanhaga of the Eitz Chaim, the realization that Hashem is running everything. You know, in the Kisvei Arizal, it says that Yom Kippur is not even as great as Purim. And he explains that Yom HaKippurim, it is like Purim. That means that it's similar to Purim, but Purim is greater than Yom Kippur. Me nitla b'mi. How is it that Purim is greater than Yom Kippur? The answer is that Yom Kippur is the highest darga that man can reach in the world of Adam Harishan L'Achar Hachet. Adam Harishan was created in order for him to be masig what Hashem is. Be masig alakusi is barach. As the Ramchal explains in the beginning of the Derech Hashem, that the whole tachlis of creation is for us to understand Hashem, and that's called being Nen and Biziv The greatest Hatava that Hashem could do for us is to give of Himself to us, because He is the Tachlis Atoiv. According to the original plan, says the Ramchal, that was supposed to happen while Adam was in the Guf, because the Guf was not tainted until he was Chayte. It was Shayach for Adam to be Nen and Biziv even in that state, and that's what Gan Eden was. After he sinned, the only way for man to really draw close to Hashem and be masig elokusi yizbarach and be nenem yiziv is al yidei misa. The neshama gets separated from the guf and then the guf does not act as the chatzitza between him and Hashem. So on Yom Kippur, we leave the guf. It's called the Shabbos. Shabbos and Shabbos is me'en o'ilom haba. O'ilom haba is that state of Talmidach HaChamim, Yoshvin v'atreseim b'roshem v'nenem yiziv Shabbos, we tap into the dimension that's higher than this world. That's why we don't further the existence of this world with melacha, because we're trying to escape the dimension of this world. And Yom Kippur is a Shabbos Shabbosin. Not only do we not do melacha, we don't even engage in physical activity like Achil Vishtiyah, because we're really trying to separate ourselves from the guf. It's similar to Misa. 
And the Yetzirah, which is the force of the Guf, doesn't really have Shlita on Yom Kippur. The Gemara says in the Dharm, the third parak, Hasatan is Bechush B'nei 364. The Gematria of Hasatan is the Gematria of the amount of days in the year minus one. There's 365 days in the solar year, and 364 is the Gematria of Hasatan, because there's one day that he doesn't have Shlita, and that is Yom Kippur. He is the Koyach of our Guf after the Chet. And since we leave the guf, we are, so to speak, escaping his clutches. However, Purim, as we explained, is tapping into the world of Adam Rishin Koydemachet. That's why we don't leave the guf. And that's why it's higher than Yom Kippur. Because we come to the realization that nothing falls beyond the pale of Hashem's Hanhaga, even the Teva. We're connected to the world of the E Yediyas Toivara that Adam Rishin was Shaykh to before he was Chayte. Both Yom Kippur and Purim have a shaykhaz to the Indian of Goyrul. On Yom Kippur we make a Goyrul between the Sayyar Lashem and the Sayyar Lazazel. The Zayar Kaddish explains that the Indian of the Sayyar Lashem and the Sayyar Lazazel is the choice between Yaakov and Esav. So on Yom Kippur we send away Esav, who is the force of Ra in the Bria, because we leave the Guf and everything that that entails. But on Purim we come to the realization that even the Ra has a Tachlis, to bring to Kvod Shemayim. Like the Ramchal says, in Lasid Lavai, everything, even the Ra, will be part of the great Giloi that Hashem runs everything. It's just that the Rishayim will be Megala that through the Einish that they'll receive. So the fact that Haman is hanged on a tree that's Hamishim Amma is all part of the Giloi. So there really is no difference between Ar Haman and Baruch Mardchai. Both of them serve their role in being Megala Kvod Shemayim in the Bria. In our Shir on Erev and Dafyud Gimel in this series, we mentioned a fascinating remez from the Bnei Yisoscher. The Gemara over there records a conversation that took place between Reb Meir and Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel met Rabbi Meir and he said to him, Bini ma what is it that you do? What's your vocation? Amartile, I told him, Lavlarani, I'm a cipher. Amrli Bini, have you Be very careful with your Malacha because it's Malacha Shemayim. Shema Atamachasar Oisachas, Oimiyatar Oisachas. You're in danger of adding a letter or subtracting a letter. Rashi explains, sometimes adding a letter or subtracting a letter could result in Lamashal, the word Vayidaber Hashem, if you write Vayidabru, it sounds like Lashem Rabbim, as if there's more than one Boyrit. Amartiloi, Reb Meir said to Reb Shmuel, Dover echod yeshli vekankantum shemoi. I have a substance that's called kankantum that makes the ink indelible. Shani matil yoi. And the Gemara explains that the idea behind this conversation was that the mayor was saying that not only am I careful not to add letters or subtract letters, because I'm a bucky in chaseris v'yaseris, ela afilu mechash lizvuv nami, even to have the fear that a zvuv, a fly, will come, dilma osi v'yosiv atage de dalis, reish, Perhaps a fly will come and sit on the tag, which is the protrusion of the ois dalid, and turn it into a reish. I'm also not afraid that that will happen. Because I have davar echad yeshlivikan kantum shmoi shani matil sechad yoi. So we ask the question, what exactly is Rameer alluding to when he talks about the possibility of a fly sitting on the tag de dalid, turning it into a reish? 
And we explained al the Bnei Yisoscher. The Bnei Yisoscher, in a number of places, gives a hezber in the Pasik that talks about the klala that resulted from Adam Arishin's chet. Hashem tells him that now that you sinned, v'koitz v'dardar tatzmiach loch. Instead of being able to be moitzi things from the karka with ease, you're going to encounter thorns and shrubbery, and it's not going to be so easy to produce things from the ground. Says B'nai Yisoscher, the deeper meaning in this klala of v'koitz v'dardar is as follows. It says, before the chet of Adam Marishin, everything was clear. It was clear what is considered a mitzvah, and it was clear what is considered going keneged the Ratzin Hashem. Every action that man does is either a mitzvah, he's either being oivet Hashem, or it is the opposite of a mitzvah. It's actually begeder avoidizarah. Because if a person is not doing something because that is the Ratzin Hashem, then he's doing it because he's being oivid some other force. That force could be his drives, his impulses, it could be his ego, it could be society, but it's something else that's motivating the person other than trying to do the pure Ratzin Hashem. And we all know that there are certain letters in the Torah that are enlarged. Two of the letters that are enlarged in the Sefer Torah are the Dalid at the end of the Pasuk Shema Yisrael, Hashem Alekinu Hashem Echad, and the Reish at the end of the Pasuk of Acher. These two Psukim actually stand for the two possibilities that we just mentioned. Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekinu Hashem Echad is an expression of the Achdus of Hashem, the fact that all there is, is Hashem, and is Avodizorah. The illusion that there are other things, other forces, other than the Ratzin Hashem. And the difference between the word Echad and the word Acher is a very minute difference. All that separates between the two is a small protrusion that the Dalid has. If you take away that protrusion, then you have a Resh. Sometimes when you want to show a child the difference between two letters, you make it larger so that he could see the difference very clearly. In Lashon Kodesh, we refer to that protrusion as a koitz, such as in the word kutsoi shel yud, the protrusion that sticks out of the yud. is called a koitz, it's a thorn. The numerical value of the letter resh is 200. The letter dalid is 4. The difference between the two is 196, which is the gematria of the word koitz. So as soon as Adam Arishim was choite, what HaKadosh Baruch Hu told him was... Which literally means that you're going to have thorns and shrubbery that will grow from the ground like we explained earlier. But in Panemius, what that means is that whereas until now everything was clear, when something was the Dalid, meaning subservience to Hashem Echad, it was clear, and when it was an Avera, and it was Avodizara, it was Loisishtach el Acher, you were serving, worshipping some other force, was also clear. The difference between the Dalit and the Reish was very easy to discern. But after the Chet, where Adam Arishim brought the Ra into himself, when he ate from the Eitz Adas, he was connecting himself to the confusion of the world of Hester Ponim. He now is in a Matzev where V'koitz V'dar Dar Tatzmiach Loch, the Dalit and the Reish will always be mixed together. That's the Eitz Hadas Toivara. 
anything that a person does now is always mixed in. Even when he does things, L'Shem Shemayim, there's Peneus, there are ulterior motives that cause a person to do what he does. And so the Koitz, which is that protrusion from the Dalit, the Koitz, Vidar Dar Tatzmiach you're now going to be thrust into this world of confusion, where things are not clear. And this, says the Bnei Yisoscher, is the meaning in the Pasik that it says in the end of Pashat B'Shach that refers to the Mulchama with Amalek. Because like we said, Amalek is Begematria Suffolk. Amalek doesn't want things to be clear. Amalek is that Kayach of the Nachash, the Kayach Hara, that tries to get us to sin and doesn't want us to see through the veneer of Olam Hazed, the Olam Hateva. The way that it's written in the, in the Torah is Dor Dor. It's written Dalid Reish, Dalid Reish. Because Amalek brings about that klala of the koitz v'dar dar tatzmiachlach. Like we said, Haman menatar minayin hamin ha'etz asher tzvisicha. Now as we explained in Daf Yud Aleph, one of the aspects of the klipa of Amalek is merumas in the Indian of the zvuv. That's why the Abalturim says that Zikarin Basefer Vesimba Ozni Yeshua, it's written in the parish of Ayavay Amalek, is Rashatevis Zvuv. So this, as we explained in Erevin Dafyud Gimel, was what Reb Meir was responding to Reb Yishmoel. Reb Yishmoel tells him, you're a cipher, you have to be very careful with your Malacha. It's Meleches Shamayim. And as we explained on Dafyud Aleph, the Iker Koyach, Keneged Amalek, is Teresh Peh. And the Indian of Teresh Peh is Kosfeim Aluach Libecha, as we explained from the Beis HaLevi, that whereas Teresh Abiksav is written on a klaf with Dioi, Teresh Peh is written on the Nishmas Yisroel. And when Rameyer said that he was a lavler, he did not mean only that he was a cipher writing Teresh Abiksav on klaf, he meant that he taught Torah, to Nishmas Yisrael as well, and brought the Torah into the Nishamais of people. He wrote the Torah Shabbat Peh on the Luach Libecha of Bnei Yisrael. And therefore he told him, you have to be very careful with your Malachets, Malachas Shamayim. And his mayor's response was that he has something called Kankantum, even the Chshash, that a Zvuv will come and sit on the Tage the Dalid and turn it into a Resh, even the Chshash, that the confusion of Amalek, whose merum is in the Zvuv, will come and change the Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekeinu Hashem Echod and turn it into the Dalit turns into a Resh, I'm sure that I can avoid that. And it's very significant that this is Reb Meir. Because as many of this farm bring, the Shlach Kodesh and Zakdoma and many of the Kadmoinim bring down the fact that the difference between Adam Arish and Koydam and the difference between Adam Rishon L'Achrachet is in what type of Levush Adam Rishon had. We already explained that Vayu Shneim Arumim Adam V'Ishtei V'Loyiz Shashu. There was no Busha in the Guf of Adam Rishon. And the way that Adam Rishon looked before the Chet was with a Levush of Kosnois Oir with an Aleph. In the Torah... It says that after Adam Rishon was Choyte, Hashem made Kosnois Oir. That word Oir is written with an ayin. Because after the Chet, there needed to be a Kisoy on the guf of the Adam. Before the Chet, Kosnois Oir was with an Aleph. It was light. The Neshama shone through the guf. But after the Chet, the word Oir is written with an ayin. Kosnois Oir, Oir meaning skin, a Kisoy. The guf is now a Kisoy for the Oir of the Neshama. And the Medrash tells us in Bereshis Rabbah 
that b'toyrosay shall Rebbe Meir. In Rebbe Meir's Sefer Torah, the word Oyer was written with an Aleph. Rebbe Meir is Miloshin Meir, which means that he lights up. And Rebbe Meir's Sefer Torah did not have Ur with an Ayin, which means that he wasn't Shaykh to the Kalala of Adam Rishin La'acharachet. He was somehow connected to the Madrega of Kostnis Ur with an Aleph, where the Guf is not a Chatzitza between the Ur of the Neshama and the person. And that's why Rebbe Meir says that I'm not afraid that there's going to be a Zvuv coming and confusing me and changing the Dalit into a Resh. Because I am not Shaykh to the Klala of Adam Arishin after he was Chayte. Reb Meir is the one who learned Torah from Acher. It says that Reb Meir was able to extract the good from Acher, even though Acher unfortunately was connected to the Indian of Leisishtach Le'el Acher to Avarizara, he was Chaytitz Benetius. But Reb Meir was capable of accessing the Torah that he learned from him and using it for the good. So the Big Day Kahuna that we started our discussion with involved Kosnois which are meant to be a ha'ara from the kosnei's ur from before the chet. Achashverosh wanted to take away from Klal Yisrael any ability to connect to the world of Adam Rish and Kodem which is the big day Kain Gadol, as we explained. And ultimately, at the end of the story, it's really Mordechai who goes out with Levush Malchus to symbolize the fact that we really did recapture the Madrega of Adam Rish and Kodem And that is why it results in Adalayada bin Arhamul Barch Mardchai, it resulted in hanging Haman on the eighth Gavoya Hamishim Amma. It was a true his gabris over Muhammad Shemba Mulik Midar Dar the Dalid Raish Dalid Raish because we were Minatseyah over Haman whose Murum is in Hamin Ha Eitz. The question is asked by the Mefarshim, why was it so terrible that Klayasra were nene misudosashal oisei Russia that it's been given in our Gemara as an explanation as to why there is chayvu kloya? We can understand perhaps nishtachvu letzelam if it was avarizara that that's something that would warrant kloya, but why would being nene misudosashal oisei Russia warrant such a terrible punishment? What chet was there? So there are various explanations given in the Mepharshim. According to the Sifzich HaChamim, it was the Yom Eidoi of Achashverosh, and there was Tzrach Avedezorah, that means that there was Avedezorah being worshipped at the Suda. According to the Rosh Yosef, they were being Nichshal in Averis like Chelev and Dam, which is somewhat Tzarechian, since the Gemara says, La'asoyis Kirtzayin Ish Ish, refers to Ritzayin Mardchai and Haman, which sounds like they were only eating food that was kosher. In the Medrash Rabbah, it sounds like they were trying to be Machti them in Gili Arayas at the Suda. However, according to Isaac Chavar, in the Sefer Yasiach Yitzchak, in his Drush Leparsha Zachar, he says that the Iker Achet was, since Achashverosh was making a Simcha Mishte based on his Cheshben of the 70 years, and he saw that Klai Yisrael weren't Nigal, Klai Yisrael should have been Mitztair on the Churban Beis HaMikdash and not be Nana at all from the Simcha that Achashverosh was being Mesameach over the lack of Geula of Klai Yisrael. He says that being Nana from this Suda was as if Klayasro was being moited to him and being misyayish from the Binyan Beis Amikdosh. Now as far as the Gemara's Maskana, that the reason why they were in Eschaivu Kloya is because they were Shtachavu Litzelem, we have to ask the following question. In Toisvis in Ksubis, Dafla Megillam Beis, the Gemara over there says, 
if they would have given Yisurim to Hananiah, Mishal, Azariah, they would have bowed down to the Tzelem. And Toysfus asks, Minolan, how can we say such a thing? The Gemara says in Perakaroya, Kshetzius Rabbi Kiva, Amar Kol Yoma Yisim Itztair Al Posig Zeh, Emasayovil Yodavakaymenu, Bechol Nafshecha. Meaning to say that what they did to Rabbi Kiva, even though there were terrible Yisurim, there were Masarkin, Besoroi, Bemasreke Shal Barzel, that still was a kiyam of the Pasuk of Bechol Nafshecha. That means that a person is not only Mukhuyev to be Moiser his Nefesh. And not bow down to Avedizara, he's even Mukhuyev to be Soivil Yisurim. So how could we say that Ilmoli Nagdua, the Khanani Mishova Azariah, they would have bowed down to the Tselem? Answers Toysfis, Tam, Mamish. The Tselem was not Mamish, It was made Lichvoid Nebuchadnezzar. Even so, Toysfis says that this involved a Kiddush Hashem, and that's where they were Moiser, Atzban Lamisa. Toysfis says at the end that the Lushen, Polchu Letzalma, sounds like worship. So therefore, it sounds like it wasn't just an act of bowing down, it was real Avedizara. So you see two days in Toysfis as to whether this was real Avedizara or not. Now, Bishlama, if it was real Avedizara, we can begin to understand why the Klai Yisrael were Neschaivu Kloya for bowing down to the Tzalem. But if it was only an act of showing coveted Ruchad Netzar, why would they be Chayiv Kloya for such a thing? So the Rishenim saying Subis, the Toysfes, the Ramban, the Rajba, that even if it wasn't real Avedizara, they still should have ran away, or be Meiser Nefesh, in order that it should not look as if they're being Mishtachve to Avedizara. And that's because such a thing creates a Chilol Hashem. And this is what they learn is the Pshat and the Gemara when it says, Heim loy asu ela lefanim. Because the Pashat Pshat and the Gemara is, that it was real Avedizara, but they just did it to make it appear like their kavana was Lushem Avedizara, when in actuality they were just trying to make it look like they were masking to the Avedizara, but their real intention was not to bow down to Avedizara. It was Machmas Yira and Oynes, but it wasn't in order to be Mechabel, the Avedizara, as an Eloya. However, according to this pshat, when we say Heimloi Asu El Lefanim, what we mean to say is, that their whole chet was just what it appeared to be, because it really wasn't of a desire. And their whole avla, all they were doing wrong was making it look as if they were bowing down to Avadizara. In the Sefer Yaris Vash, in Chelik Aleph, Drush Gimel, he has a fascinating pshat to explain our Gemara. First, the Talmidim asked Shimon ben Yechai, why were they Nishayvu Kloya? And he said to them, you should say a pshat. And they said, because they were anonymous to Dosh Rasha. And then he says, in Cain, it should only be the people in Shushan. And therefore, the pshat that he gave was that they were Nishtachvel And he says that it sounds like from the Gemara that there is some sort of relationship between these two Chatoim. What could that relationship possibly be? Says the Yaris Dvash. That one has to understand, like we asked before, how could it be that for being Nen and shall Oisei Rasha, they should be Nishayvu Kloya? What is so terrible about being Nen from his Suda? And he says that the answer is, because at that Suda, they used the Kalim from the Beis HaMikdash. And since they drank out of Klei Kodesh, that entails Me'ila, and Me'ila, when it's done B'mezid, is B'misa. So they were Chayiv Misa for being over in the Yisra of Me'ila. However... He says, just like we mentioned earlier, the Gemara says in Avarizara Dafnun Beis, there's a drasha of Ba'u Peritzim Vechilaluhu that the moment the Goyim 
capture a Dover Kodesh, the Gemara has a drusha that says that it goes out L'chulet, V'chilaluhu. So if you hold that the din of Vo Pritzim V'chilaluhu says that even a Klishares goes out L'chulin, then for being Russia, they can get out of the Einish by saying that they darshan that Pasik and it no longer has a din of a Klishares. However, says Rabbi Yonis Sanebishis in the Yaris Devash, that if that's true, then retroactively from Yemei Nebuchadnezzar, they should have gotten punished. Because he brings down a medrash that says that during Nebuchadnezzar's time, when they had to bow down to the Tzelem, Nebuchadnezzar put the Tzitz HaKodesh on the Tzelem. So on the Tzelem was written the words, Kodesh Lashem. And with this, explains the Yaris Devash, this is the reason why Kalal Yisrael was not really punished during the time of Nebuchadnezzar for bowing down to the Tzelem. You see that they were only in Eschai of Kloya now. Why is that? He says that since the Tzitz was on the Tzelem, their intention when they bowed down to the Tzelem was that it should look to Nebuchadnezzar as if they're bowing down to the Tzelem, but in actuality they were bowing down to the Tzitz that said on a Kodesh Lashem. So their Kavana was to bow down to Hashem Himself. But that, he says only makes sense if the Kedusha remained on the Tzitz. However, if you darshan the Pasuk of Bo, Pritzim, V'chilaluhu, as soon as the Tzitz fell, Bidei Nebuchadnezzar, it lost its Kedusha. And then they shouldn't be bowing down to the Tzitz, because the Tzitz no longer has Kedusha, and it then it's just a Tzelem that says the word Kedusha Lashem, which is a real Avarizar. So now, there was a Taina on them, Mimonavshach. That Taina only happened when they were Nana Misudasai Shalach Hashverish. The Taina of Mimonavshach is, if you hold that there is a Drasha of Voparitz V'chilaluhu, and once something that's Kaddish goes Bidei the Goyim, it loses its Kedusha, then you are Chayev from the time of Nebuchadnezzar for being Oivet Avedizara, because the Tzitz no longer has Kedusha. And if you hold that the Tzitz retained its Kedusha, because you don't darshan bo paritz v'chilaluhu, then how did you have a right during the Suda of Achashverish to use clay kodesh for the Mishta? How do you have the right to use the kalim from the Beis HaMikdash? Obviously, you do hold of the drasha of bo paritz v'chilaluhu. In which case, you're chayev kloya from the time of Nebuchadnezzar. Of course, his whole shtikl Torah only makes sense if you understand that it's possible for both the Kalim from the Beis HaMikdash and the Big Day Kahuna to go out Lechulin, which works only according to some of the Rishonim. Because as we mentioned earlier in this year, something that has on it Kedushas HaGuf, like a Klishares, according to some Rishonim, doesn't go out Lechulin, even if you do Darshan, the Pasuk of Bo Pritzim V'chilaluhu. When Reb Shimon ben Yechai answered his Talmidim that the real reason why Klal Yisrael and Eschaivu Kloya was because because they bowed down to the Tzelem and the Yimein Vuchad Netzar, they answered back to him, Amr loy masu panim yesh bedavar? Is Hashem noisi panim b'mishpat? Does he show favoritism? Amr lahem, so he answered them, Heim asu el lefanim, lefanim. Now the question that's asked by some of the Farshim is why is it that this question 
of Vichimasu Panam Yesh Bedover is more of a question on Rabbi Shimon ben Yechai than on their answer. Remember that Rabbi Shimon ben Yechai's Talmidim gave a different answer why they were Neschaivu Kloyim. So in as much as being Nenem Sudasu Shaloise Russia is enough of a reason to be Mechaivim Kloya, why then don't they ask on themselves Vichimasu Panam Yesh Bedover? Answers Rabbi Yonison Ebeshitz in the Yaris Devash based on the Gemara in Brachis and Afchaf Mebeiz. Over there the Gemara says, Amru Malachi Ashores Lafnei HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Read by Nishaloylam. Kosa B'Tayraschah, it says in your Torah, Ashaloy Yisab Panim, Layikach Shoychad. It refers in the Pasuk to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as a Lekeo Lekim, Adoineho Adoinim, Okei Lagoda Lagibra V'Anoira, Asher Loy Yisab Panim, Layikach Shoychad. He does not show favoritism to anybody. Asher Loy Yisab Panim. V'Haloy. You show favoritism to Klai Yisrael. Hashem answered the Malachim, Amar lehem, v'chi loy esaponim li Yisrael, should I not favor Klai Yisrael? Shekasavti lehem b'toyra, I wrote for them in the Torah, v'achalt v'savato v'irachta, as Hashem lekecha, there's only a chiv, a birksa mozin, when a person is seveya, when he eats a shir seveya, v'heim medaktikim al atzmam, ad kezayis v'ad kebeya, they are medaktik on themselves, since Klai Yisrael goes lefnim mishur sadin, so I am noisy parim, I also go lefnim mishur sadin. Says the Yaris Devash, that's why on the terrets of Bibnei Shenenu Misudasi Shaloise Russia, you can answer the question of Chimasu Panim Yesh that indeed Hashem shows Nisias Panim to Klau Yisrael. However, bowing down to Etzelim is an act of Oivet Avadizara. Once they are Oivet Avadizara, Says the Yaris Dvash, a tzibur that's over Avirizara, we know that they're treated like Oivde Kechavim, meaning they no longer have the Maila, the special quality of Klal Yisrael that Akarish Borchu is Noise Panim to them. They're treated like any other people who, it says, So therefore the Talmidim only asked Rabbi ben Yechai on his Mahalach that it was because they were Shtachvu Litzelem. The Gemara Darshan's on the words Bachatzar Ginas Bisana Melech Ravu Shmuel Chad Amar Aroy Lechatzer Lechatzer Aroy Legina Legina Aroy Lebisan Lebisan They were split up into different places according to their level. Vechad Amar Aishivan Bechatzer Lechzikasan Bagina Lechzikasan Atchech Nisan Lebisan Vechzikasan. Then the Gemara brings down Masisa Tana. The Brisa says Hoishivaisan Bechatzer Upasach Lem Shnei Psachim. He put them all in the Chatzer and he opened up two doors. Echad Legina Veechad. Asks the Maral, what exactly is the Machloikis here? Why are these details important? Says the Maral that the entire Suda of Achashverish was being Miramis to hire in Yonim. He says that Malchusa da Ara Kemalchus de Rakia Legamri. He continues the theme that he discusses from the Big Day Kahuna and he says that Achashverish conducted his Suda just like Akarish Barchu conducts the world. Hashem put people in Oilam Hazeh. Some people manage to climb up and they're roi to the Olam Ha'elyon. The Chatzar symbolizes the lower worlds. The Gina symbolizes the higher worlds. Not everybody is zoiche to the same Madrega. He then explains that the Mand Yamur says that he put the Bechatzar V'leich Zikasan holds that the individual person really deserves to be in the lowest Madrega, which is Olam Hazea Shuffle. However, mitzad haklal, a person has an added maila, which allows him to be incorporated in the oilom ha'elyon. Because he says that the klal has a special maila that elevates all its members. 
Therefore, he says, even though he started out, he put them in the chatzar, but it was loyachzikasan because they were a klal. And he continues and he says, Yeshluchaladas, kiya adam hu gashmi, vizem itzad oilam atachten hagashmi. Man has different parts to his metzias. He has part of the oilam hatachten, which is the gashmi part of his makeup, and he also has the neshama, which comes from the elyonim. Above that, he has the seichel, which is nivdal from everything. And this symbolizes the different levels of man. When you put them in the chatzar, that's the lowest tanhaga, and the gina is above that. The bison is on top of that. And Alder Chazeh, he explains the third shita as well. Take a look in Maral on the Pasik in the Megillah of a chatzar ginas bison hamelech. You have been listening to the shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a daf or masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.